After we're done with this, I'll record myself saying something about how if you're offended by animal cruelty discussion, you shouldn't listen to this one. That's going to make it sound even worse. Welcome to RequestCast, the request-based podcast. I'm Lewis Powell. And I'm Ben Heaton. And today's request comes from Oyvind Thorsby. Oyvind's request is a bit long, so bear with me while I read it. Assume you are going to make a tower by stacking animals on top of each other. All the animals have to be of the same species. They cannot be human. The animals must be alive. They can be drugged. You can only have one animal at each level of the tower. You cannot use anything other than the animals to keep the tower together. For instance, you cannot glue the animals together or nail them together. You have a six-month time limit to acquire the animals and build the tower. You get two points for every animal in the tower. You get one point for every meter tall the tower is. Assume you want to get as many points as possible. Discuss what would be the best choice of animal. There are a lot of options here. As many as there are types of animals. As many as there are types of animals that could be stacked. Well, any type of animal you could get a stack of one, right? Fine, we can call that a stack. It's not really a stack, but okay. Okay, I don't want to get all Sorites paradox on you here. (laughs) I mean, I think fundamentally this question is going to come down to whether you go for the strategy of picking really big animals so that you're getting your points based on how many meters tall the tower is, or whether you're going with really stackable animals, so you're getting your points based on number of animals in the tower. Right, so what is the conversion there? It's one point for every meter tall and one point for every individual animal? No, two points for every individual animal, one point for every meter tall. See, I was thinking even if it was one point for each of those, I think the conversion is such that going for more animals is the better strategy. I mean, it depends, because I think what happens is the question is, suppose that the animals in question are at least three meters tall when being stacked, then it's clearly better to get one third the stacking capacity, but choose the larger animal. But the bigger an animal is, the harder it's going to be to stack them on top of each other without them collapsing or falling down or other ways of falling. Well, what's the largest rectilinear animal there is? Well, giraffe is the obvious choice if we're just going for height, right? I'm asking what the largest animal that's roughly a cube is. Elephants are kind of cube-like, right? And they're big. Like, an elephant is basically a cube with legs and a trunk. Yeah, the legs and the trunk are going to get in the way, though, right? Is there anything here that prohibits cutting off the legs? They must be alive. They are allowed to be drugged. Nothing explicitly forbids us from torturing the animals. We are going solely for points here. There are no other considerations in our utility function, so we do have to abandon all ethics. Well, it's not that we're abandoning all ethics. We're replacing our normal ethics of concern and care with an ethics of point acquisition. Right, so we're basically amoral by society's standards, but following our own morality, which is solely expressed in the utilitarian terms of scoring points in this animal stacking competition. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That leads into something else I thought of, which is that there's the expenses of acquiring these animals, right? I mean... Say you had some method where you could stack, like, ten elephants on top of each other, which, you know, is logistically difficult, but even assuming you could get them like that, you still have to get ten elephants in the first place, right? Yes. The request specifies that we have six months to acquire the animals to build the tower, so I have. I mean, we have to assume, then, that Oyvind wants us to imagine actually what we could do to acquire animals to do this. 
obviously we only care about scoring points in this, so we put all our money into this, we take out as many loans as we can get, probably with horrible terms. Here's the thing, I think you're imagining it's easier to get a loan than it is, because if you go into the loan office and you say to the banker, I would like a loan to acquire as many animals as possible for stacking purposes, I don't think they're gonna be like, approved, because there's basically a 0% chance we're gonna pay that loan back. Well, once we explain to them how important scoring these points is... I don't think we're allowed to assume that everybody else is buying into our point-based ethics of animal stacking. Well, realistically, we would just lie and say we're starting a small business. Okay. I think you might be overestimating how easy it is to get a small business loan also. I'm guessing it's a lot easier than getting an animal stacking loan. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. It might only be marginally easier. Another thing to consider is we could steal these animals. I think given six months, we could put together some zoo heist scheme. Our animal stack is going to be pretty ridiculously visible if we do it with like elephant type animals. So we'll get caught while we're trying to build this. Hmm. Yeah, we'd need to have some method of concealing this. If we did inside a silo, now the animals can't be supported by anything, right? So Right, it would have to be freestanding within the silo. Right, okay, so it would need to be a pretty big silo, and I don't own a silo, I don't think you do either. No, but there are a bunch of abandoned silos, or at least disused silos, here in Buffalo. Former grain silos, they're pretty big. People like to go inside and take pictures of how they're not being used anymore. So you think we could smuggle our stolen zoo animals into one of those? I think it might be our best bet. Well, assuming we're going for large zoo animals here, which, again, I'm not sure is the best approach. What is the most stackable animal? That's the important question right now. What animal is just most stackable? Does coral count? Coral is made from individual animals, right? Like in a coral reef? Is it an animal? I'm going to look it up because this is maybe my favorite request we've ever gotten. It's a very good one. Coral. Coral are marine animals. Great. Now the issue here is coral does grow into nice stacks with many small individual animals, but it's not just a stack of one on top of the other, just like that. There's big masses of them. Just to check, Legos are not animals, right? They're made out of plastic, right? That's an animal product, since it's made from oil, which is made from dinosaurs. The oil is not a lot, it's not a living dinosaur anymore. So the things that we have to consider are size of animal. Well, height of animal. Well, height of animal in stack, because they could be stacked sideways or whatever, so just general size is relevant. Right, or like, if we had giraffes on top of each other, then the t height of that stack wouldn't be just the sum of the heights of each giraffe in the stack. Right. Turtles. Turtles are pretty stackable. Stacking turtles does have a notable literary tradition. Yes, that's what the earth rests on is a giant stack of turtles. I was thinking Yertle the turtle. That works too. But the other thing we need to keep in mind is ease of acquisition. Turtles are pretty easy to find, right? Well, look, it just it's a fact that if we wanted, we could get our hands on probably an unlimited number of cats. That is probably one of the easiest to acquire animals in this country. Yeah, I see people giving away kittens all the time. And I mean, if we're sinking all of our money into this, we could also probably buy a huge number of kittens. We would want kittens on top and full-grown cats on the bottom. I'm thinking we could maybe get like a stack of six cats before it's going to fall over. I think we could go like eight. That's 16 points right there and probably wouldn't get up to two meters, but 17, 18 points, that's not bad. That's clearly not the best we could do, right? Because we could get a lot more by just getting one animal that's like 30 feet tall or 30 meters tall. What animal is 30 meters tall? Blue whale. Great whale? What's the biggest whale? The giant one. Blue whale. Sure, yeah, blue whale. 
But what we want is how long it is and how easy it is to get stacked up with its tail pointing straight up. Okay, blue whale. I'm looking up its size. Hey, it's 30 meters in length. Okay, but could we realistically get it upright in that direction? I don't know, but it would, how long could it stay alive? Oh yeah, it has to be a living animal. Is there anything in the rules that says this can't be in the water? I think a proper interpretation of the claim that you cannot use anything other than the animals to keep the tower together. Uh, right. The water would be supporting its weight and doing the work for us. That's no good. Yeah. Okay, so the question is, we've got a blue whale in the water. Can we lift it up out of the water onto the shore, plant its face on the ground, and just get <laughs> sticking tail straight up? Can it stay there for how long does it have to stay in that position before falling over or dying for us to get the points? So if it says that there's a six-month time limit to acquire the animals and build the tower, uh-huh. I'm going to think that means that we would either have to wait to get the whale until five and a half months, from, you know, five months and 29 days from now, or we'd have to keep it alive. Uh, so you think the question is how large a tower we can get at the precise moment six months from now? Yeah, I think that's... Wait, how many points do we even get if we get 30, 30 meters for each meter tall? So suppose we could get it to stand on its nose and not be dead. Then that's 32 points, right? Because it's one whale. That's two points there. Yes. So we'll take that. I, I'm not sure that would work, but we'll take 32 points as sort of our default. Can we do better than 32 points? Yeah, that beats the cats. I want to examine coral some more, because they're tiny, but you can stack up a lot of them. But can you stack up a lot of them with one animal per layer? We'd need to do some precision coral placement. This would be a delicate sculpture made out of coral. (laughs) Which one of us is going to delicately sculpt it? That's my question. I think I could do it. I've got a pretty stay hand for that sort of thing. Okay, the giraffe is the tallest land mammal. Right. And it's only six meters tall. Yeah, see, meters are pretty big. This is why I think the conversion favors lots of small animals. The largest carnivora in the world is the southern elephant seal. We don't really care what the animals eat. That's a fair point. Their long-term health is not one of our concerns. How big is a giant tortoise? There are a lot of different species of tortoises and turtles. How much leeway do we have in how closely related the animals all have to be? Oh, they all have to be a single species. Okay, so if we were doing dogs, we could have the sizes vary greatly as you go up the stack, but with blue whales, we don't have that many options. Though, actually, wait, we could get a baby blue whale and balance it on top of the tail, and that's an extra two points right there, even if it doesn't add any meters. Okay, Ben, do you honestly think that you and I could do that? In six months? Yeah, without getting caught in an abandoned grain silo. I think we could. I mean, isn't whale poaching kind of a major thing that people do and get hated for? That's going to make it harder for us, actually, the fact that whale poaching is like a thing that people do, because it means people are on the lookout for whale poachers. It means there are other people who are more practiced that will be poaching the same whales as us. We could buy a whale from them. (laughs) Okay, assuming that we had no moral standards whatsoever about what we're doing aside from acquiring these points, I think we could raise a fair amount of money in six months. Are you thinking we do like a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo to raise money? Or That's a pretty good idea. And obviously not a Kickstarter for the animal stacking project. One of us could do one directly for the animal stacking project, and the other one could do a Kickstarter that might raise more money. Next, I don't think we want publicity for the fact that we're doing the animal stacking. This is a good point. Although, strictly speaking, we have to keep all the animals alive, so maybe people will be okay with it. Yeah, but we don't have to keep them in good condition. Well, they have to sort of be stably living. Stably living for the duration of the stack. Like, after those six months are over, it doesn't matter if they're horribly damaged. 
Oh, wait, so this is another important consideration that I wasn't even thinking about. At a certain point, if you're stacking animals, the animals towards the bottom are gonna be- they're bearing a lot of weight. Yeah. So, this is another vote in favor of tortoises, I think. Right, they can probably stand a fair amount. And it's displaced along the shell. Like, there's no way to stack kittens one on top of each other without one kitten just getting smushed. They'd put a big cat on the bottom. I feel like we should probably add a disclaimer to this episode, letting people know... Yeah, don't actually do this. <laughs> that's, that's not the disclaimer I had in my mind towards the beginning, to let people know that we'll be discussing, like, animal injury. Not recommending it, just discussing it for purposes of an important hypothetical request. After we're done with this, I'll record myself saying something about how if you're offended by animal cruelty discussion, you shouldn't listen to this one. That's gonna make it sound even worse. It's pretty bad. The discussion that we're doing? For someone who values use animal life yeah i think so but you and i value animal life just we're not allowed to for purposes of this request well we could value it just not in a way that impinges on our ability to score points how about jellyfish no they have to live in the water again i was thinking they're like big flat pancakes, and you can get a, a giant stack of them pancaked yeah i think they just slide around the real problem here is that it has to be just one on top of another we can't just have a big pile of animals yeah no i mean if we could build a pyramid or a pile this would <laughs> This would be a lot easier for us. We would get way more points. Can't use humans. We can't? No, we're not allowed to use humans. Okay. Well, how many humans could we get anyway? I, I feel like if they're lying down on top of each other, then we can get more, but the height isn't good that way. Well, and we'd kill who's ever at the bottom. Would it? Suppose somebody's lying down, then somebody's lying on top of them kind of at a right angle, and we just alternate like that. I think you'd get more people <laughs> that way. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Like, they wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, None of them would have a good time. <laughs> That's okay, they can be sedated, it says. It's kind of good that he's allowing us to drug the animals. I think that makes the cruelty a bit less. Yeah, no, it would be slightly less cruel to do it to sedated animals. Wait, is there a way you can drug animals that paralyzes them in some very rigid form that's good for stacking? Digitalis, maybe? I think from an episode of Mr. Monk. I think I remember that that simulates rigor mortis. I'm not sure. Good, because we can't kill the animals. No, wait, it's just a poisoning. It's just a poison. It kills them. I'm sorry. We can't use we can't use digitalis. It's not a sedative. It's a poison. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for something non-lethal, since otherwise we don't get the points. Yes. What's the small... What's, what are small animals that we could do this with? Well, I'm thinking like single-celled animal would be very small, but I mean, I'm not sure that counts as the right animal kingdom for this. And also, they don't really stack. Right. Like, we want something rigid and block-like is the thing. Just by, like, coral, though. No, wait. Yeah. Coral reefs are mostly made of dead ones, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I know nothing about coral. I thought it was plant life, so you're well ahead of me. Now, I know it's an animal, but I'm not sure how living they are in coral reef form. So maybe sponges would be good instead of corals. Oh, that's good. And sponges, you can, you can cut them up into a rectangular shape and they're still alive, right? I think so. If that's the case, I think sponges are going to be our best bet. I wonder how thin you can get while it's still a living animal. I'm looking up sponges. I feel kind of bad that all my plans hinge on animal mutilation. I think that's a bad sign. Sponge is not a specific species, it looks like. Okay, but we could pick whichever species of it is best for this. And... Yeah. I think the sponge strategy is going to beat the dog strategy because any sort of small quadruped mammal is really not a good shape for stacking. Suppose you start with a Great Dane and then you try and put a Cocker Spaniel on top of it and then like a Toy Poodle. And eventually you're getting into puppies. Oh, poor puppies. I know we're not allowed to care about the puppies for purposes of this request, but... Well, the puppies get the best view of any of the dogs. 
It's true. It's true. However, if they fall, they have the furthest to fall. Although probably not that far still, because Great Dane, Cocker Spaniel, Toy Poodle, and then Puppy were still only like human height. We could surround the dog tower with pillows or something in case they fall, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, I guess we could use pillows to break the fall. I'm still leaning towards sponges, though. I like sponges, yeah. If we could get 20 of them on top of each other, that's 40 points right there. Even assuming that we're not getting to a single meter, which I don't know, we might. I, I don't know how big they get. I don't either. I'm picturing basically unmoving slabs. Is that realistic? Yeah, that is how I'm picturing it as well. Okay, so we're probably gonna have to spend the first three months studying marine biology. <laughs> There's plenty of research time in the six months, though we are being asked to pick a species now for the hypothetical. But here's the other thing, I think, because I think if we pick sponges, we need to keep them alive. We need to buy some of the things that missed the vegetables at the supermarket. Okay, and are we allowed to be spraying water on this stack as it's going? It doesn't say we can't. That's like drugging. <laughs> it's like the opposite of drugging, though. It's more like life support, right? It would be like giving them feeding tubes or something. We can make it a drug study and this is the control group. So we're just giving them water as a control. Yes. So how big are sponges? This picture makes them look like they get pretty big. Oh, that's good. We want a lot of variation in size because we want a big wide one on the bottom. Yeah, we're basically going to be almost cheating in the sense that we'll be making a pyramid structure, but out of one animal per layer. Sponges are animals too? Man, what isn't an animal? Plants. But... <laughs> Well, my point is, I clearly can't tell from looking at a picture of a thing that appears to be growing out of the ground like some sort of underwater cactus, whether it's a plant or an animal. Yeah, sponges are an animal. You phylum porifera, right? Yeah, that seems right. Subkingdom parazoa. I don't know about subkingdom. Is that a thing? Taxonomy has all sorts of things. The whole kingdom phylum thing. There's a whole mess of subcategories. Oh, wait. What about sea urchins? Do those stack well? Are you picturing like stabbing one into another? No, I was thinking the spikes would sort of nest in a sort of stabilizing structure. How many tall do you think you'd be able to get that? I think 10 would be tricky, and I think we can beat that with sponges. Yeah, we'd have to be careful. Sponges do not have the complex immune systems of most other animals. That's a very good point. We need to look seriously into this sponge thing because while sponges reject grafts from other species, they accept them from other members of their own species. We might be able to double cheat and surgically make giant sponges. Sponges seem a lot more like a building material than any of the other animals we've considered. That does seem right. So I'm, I'm leaning heavily towards sponges. I, I think, first off, I know this isn't a factor that we're allowed to weigh, but it seems less cruel, especially if we get the refrigerator mister things that'll spray them with water. Right, I, I would feel bad about stacking up kittens, but I don't think I care too much about sponges. Uh, we definitely need them from class Calcarea, which is the one that has a hard surface instead of a soft or firm surface. Okay. No, that's the type of surface they live in. Hang on. Oh, well that might be good too, because I figure a sponge that can support itself on a hard surface is going to be better for stacking, right? Yeah. We could control the shape of them, right? With grafting and such. And I think so. And, you know, sanding them down. I, I don't really know what you can do with a sponge, like what you can get away with ethically and, I guess, medically. I believe by ethically, you just mean what will maximize the points in the tower stacking game. Well, of course. Isn't that what ethically means? <laughs> <laughs> GE Moore famously asked, I know that this will help me create the largest stack winning the most points, but is it good? And to that we answer, yes, obviously that would make it good. It's kind of an open question, right? <laughs> You'd think, but it turns out, for purposes of this request, the question is closed. <laughs> oh man, yeah, sponges look crazy stackable. Yeah, 
I think we've got our answer here. We don't have the particular species chosen, but you know, that's okay because nobody cares about the difference between different sponge species. Yeah, I mean, if this were a marine biology podcast, we could get into some trouble. But this podcast is mostly us talking about things that we don't understand. And this, we've actually, I think we understand this better than most of the things we've discussed before. Yeah, I'm surprised you went as far as to look sponges up on Wikipedia. That's more research than we usually do. I wanted to make sure they were an animal instead of plant life. They're clearly not plant life. They could have been some other thing. Yeah. So until we discover some species that's literally just cubes, living cubes of differing sizes. Preferably with little Lego pegs. Yes. <laughs> until somebody proves that Legos are a living creature. Sorry, Lego brand plastic building bricks. Is that what they're supposed to be called? I'm fine calling them Legos. But officially. Right. We do need to respect that trademark terms are adjectives and not nouns. When you say it that way, it sounds so dumb. It kind of is. Okay. So until somebody proves that Legos are alive. We're going with sponges. The best species of sponge we can find out over our, you know, six months of studying. When we spend a couple months researching the different species, then a couple months acquiring them. And Wow, wait, hang on. Let me be clear. It's not going to take us a couple months to research the different species. We're going to call up a marine biologist and ask them which species of sponge is most stackable. And they will help us figure this out. And it will take us two days max. But what if the best stacking species is some really endangered one that the marine biologist doesn't want us? taking and using in stacks. We're not going to tell them that we are stacking it. We're just asking them hypothetically, and then we will go buy a pontoon boat and collect a bunch of sponges. This is actually sounding like a pretty fun adventure. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that nature decided to produce an animal for us that would minimize the amount of animal cruelty needed to win Oyvind's challenge. It's a great relief to our listeners who don't share our views on what constitute ethics. Those foolish listeners who think there's some purpose to life other than maximizing the number of points you get from stacking animals. So I guess that wraps up this request. If you have a better idea for how to stack animals, let us know. Somehow. You should maybe set up a forum on the TimeFan. Let us know at TimeFan.com. All right. So join us next time when we do some other request that's different from this one. RequestCast is powered by the requests of listeners like you. You can send us your requests on the web at podcast.requestcomics.com or visit our forum at timefan.com.